Coming up on the Podwheels Network, we'll hear some of our work from the Next Mile podcast produced for the Minnesota Trucking Association in cooperation with Dart Transit Company. In this 2018 production, you'll hear the first part of our five-part series on the trucking industry's fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to the Next Mile podcast, and thanks for joining us as we begin a special series featuring the Minnesota Trucking Association. We'll be looking at how the trucking industry is standing up as a leader in the fight against human trafficking. The MTA has been very involved in these efforts for many years. In fact, over the past year, the MTA has been involved in providing support for federal legislation designed to help the trucking industry fight human trafficking. That very piece of federal legislation was announced at an MTA-sponsored event at Dart Transit in July of 2017, when Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota introduced the Combating Human Trafficking in Vehicles Act. A major part of Senator Klobuchar's legislation is designed to provide resources for training for professional drivers who can serve as the first line of defense in the fight against human trafficking. Now, in a moment, we'll address what happened with Senator Klobuchar's legislation. But first, we'd like to talk to you about an event that happened in St. Paul this past April. The MTA served as a host and part of a coalition for the briefing on commercial sexual exploitation. MTA member carriers from across the state of Minnesota participated in the event, which highlighted the heart-wrenching issues related to human trafficking, and once again underscored the importance of situational awareness and the value of training. MTA is being joined in this coalition effort by Truckers Against Trafficking, the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, and the NATSO Foundation. During this special series, we'll be talking to officials from the MTA, Truckers Against Trafficking, and the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Before we introduce you to our first guest, let's spend a moment talking about the bill Senator Klobuchar introduced during that MTA event at DART last July. And to get a sense for the powerful issues that were discussed during that event, we want to share a few comments that Senator Klobuchar made during that event in July and upon her return to Washington as she discussed the bill. This happens every hour of every day at truck stops all over the country in big cities and in little towns. But what this is is about setting a standard nationally so that our truckers know this is something that our government and our citizens stand behind. What Minnesota is trying to do is trying to use this as an opportunity to educate the public about this. Every year, thousands of criminals prey on children and trafficking victims in the U.S. The police that work on these issues and make these arrests don't ask each other if they're Democrats or Republicans. Certainly, when we have victims come in, they don't ask those questions. And this is an example in the criminal area where we've tended to be able to work incredibly well across party lines to get things done. Now, folks, in an era when partisan politics dominates the headlines and legislation often stalls in Congress, Senator Klobuchar's bill received immediate and overwhelming support in both the House and the Senate. The bill actually flew through the legislative process as it was signed into law by the president in January of 2018, a little less than six months after Senator Klobuchar introduced the bill during the MTA event at DART. For part one of our series, we asked Minnesota Trucking Association President John Hauslauden to look back at that MTA event in July with Senator Klobuchar and discuss the legislation that was signed into law. And then we talked with John about the coalition event that was held in conjunction with the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, Truckers Against Trafficking, and the NATSO Foundation this spring in St. Paul. 
And now here's our conversation with John. John, as we talk about some of the activities that MTA has been involved with in the fight against human trafficking, I want to take you back to last July and Senator Klobuchar's announcement of her bill. Tell us a little bit about that. When Senator Klobuchar introduced her bill, she was looking for a backdrop that would generate publicity for this important issue and bill. And so we partnered with her office and we reached out to DART because we knew that they had been active in truckers against trafficking. So the news conference where Senator Klobuchar's bill was introduced to the public was actually held at DART, DART equipment and DART drivers being able to speak. And frankly, the DART drivers who were interviewed by the media did a fantastic job and really the focus of the story. The goal of the legislation is to marshal the resources within the USDOT, and that's a big agency. Rather than having different programs among all those modes, let's get aligned, let's get the same sort of information, let's get the same set of reporting, and then let's be able to track if it's having an impact, if it's making a difference. So uh, right now, I think they're just in the process of realigning those resources. We all want our tax dollars spent wisely, and that's why we supported it. We think this will do that, then it will help identify what's working, because the goal is to have a program. The goal isn't to have more money or have a coordinator, but it's to make a difference on the ground. So we're looking forward to getting some of that reporting and really to hear that it's making the difference that we hoped. John, can you talk about the relationship that MTA has developed with Truckers Against Trafficking? And when did you first start working with Truckers Against Trafficking? And also, if you would, I'd like to hear your perspective on the importance of the work that's done by TAT and how trucking can play a key role in the fight against human trafficking. Talk to us about that, if you would. The Minnesota Trucking Association and me personally became familiar with Truckers Against Trafficking around 2012. One of our board members, Joyce Brenny of Brenny Specialized in St. Joseph, Minnesota, was aware and brought it to our attention and said, this organization deserves our support, we should get active, and we were among the first state trucking associations that formally endorsed Truckers Against Trafficking, and it's been wonderful to see how they've been embraced by the broader trucking industry, and I think it's because their message resonates so strongly that the young women, and there are boys, but it is primarily young women that are caught, and that's the the operative word, they are caught in this terrible, terrible net that they can't get out of. It's not a choice that they made. It's not something that's a lifestyle they want to live, but something that happened to them that they are trying to break free from. And Truckers Against Trafficking has allowed the trucking industry to be vital on the front lines because we are there. We are in the places where a lot of this activity takes place. Drivers want to make a difference. They want to contribute. And so it's been a tremendous connecting of a mission between two organizations and really good people that want to do some powerful stuff. Absolutely. And you bring up a great point that these young people get trapped in these situations. And with the trucking community out there, professional drivers who are the eyes and the ears of the road, trucking is in such a unique position to really help in the fight against this, wouldn't you say? The truck driver is uniquely positioned to help in the fight because of what we do. We travel regular routes. We travel regular situations. We are familiar with all the places that truck drivers need to use to take care of themselves, to rest, to eat, and that's where a lot of this activity can go on. So drivers literally have a window view of what's going on and are literally at a vantage point where they can look and see. They know it doesn't look right. Truck drivers are very smart people. They understand that there's certain activity that just doesn't make sense in a situation, 
And to see particularly a young girl in a situation that we're moving freight doesn't make sense. Truck drivers now have the tools and have a resource to really make a difference. Want to talk now about the event that MTA co-sponsored. Tell us how the event came together, who was involved, and what were the highlights from your perspective, and what did you hear from the media coverage of that event? Well, I'm going to just jump backwards a little bit because we started in 2012, and we've done a lot of things that led up to this coalition build. We endorsed Truckers Against Trafficking. We made our members aware of that. We announced that through all of our communication channels. We immediately got active in helping to disseminate their training materials and directing people to their online resources for the driver training. But we did a lot more. We brought a speaker from Truckers Against Trafficking to our Safety Council, which meets every month. They talked to the professionals and introduced them to the great work of this program. We then brought a Truckers Against Trafficking presenter to our annual conference just this last year where they had a roundtable session where they could talk directly with our members. And then we did a feature article in our monthly magazine to our members about the work of Truckers Against Trafficking. And it really all led up to this incredible coalition build on April 17th. And the goal of a coalition build is to bring together resources, law enforcement across a variety of communities at the state and local level, and the trucking industry to become educated about what's going on, what is human trafficking, what is being done by groups like Truckers Against Trafficking. They brought in a survivor talking about what that life was like, and i got to tell you, that was very powerful. And then they had a law enforcement panel talking about what they see in their world, pursuing these cases, prosecuting these cases, and some of the challenges that they have. And then we had some open dialogue, which I thought was just fantastic, between trucking and law enforcement to talk about we are partners with law enforcement, but sometimes, you know, truckers aren't sure we're getting a fair shake from law enforcement in other areas, whether it's vehicle inspections or just assessing our scores on certain things. So uh, to be able to talk frankly about how we can improve our communication, some of the apprehensions we may have had working with law enforcement, and frankly, to get over those in working in this particular area. And as I said, I think for me, listening to the survivor talk about her experience and really just opening my eyes to some stereotypes that I had, and I think some stereotypes a lot of people had, and just to really understand how these are real people that are trapped. The survivor's stories happened right before lunch, and I got to tell you, it was tough to eat that day. It was tough to think about what some people really have to deal with. Really pleased that we could bring together truckers and law enforcement to talk about how to work on this important issue. When you hear stories like that and you go through an experience like you did at that event, really underscores the importance of the involvement that trucking and the opportunity that trucking has to make a difference in this area. It was really encouraging to hear Truckers Against Trafficking give a tangible example of a truck driver who made a call, law enforcement that showed up, and how there was a young woman who was rescued directly because of the work of a truck driver. That just reminds you that we can make a difference. You know, truck driving is a hard job. Drivers are out and about, away from home. It can be a grind sometimes. They're citizens. They want to contribute. They want to care. And so Truckers Against Trafficking gives a tremendous tool to help them. As we wrap things up, is there anything else that you'd like to say to those who are listening to our podcast about the fight against human trafficking? I would say that the Truckers Against Trafficking training is good training for anyone, whether you're a truck driver or not. I think that we all are in a mobile society, and I think just 
understanding that these are real people that are trapped in very sad, serious situations, that paying attention, getting training, and then using the 800 number or 911, using the system to report the situation is just very important. And I guess I would also add that these are people. They're not choosing this lifestyle, and I think being able to raise that and raise the value of their humanity and their quality of life is really important. We're just really proud to be part of this and doing our part. You're listening to the Pod Wheels Network. We look forward to connecting with you as we work to help drivers and fleets in their daily efforts to move down the road.